I am very excited to be joined for our usual weekly chinwag with Sadia Usmani. Sadia. Good afternoon to you. Hi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very well. It's nice to have the sun out today. I know, but I'm trying not to mention that on air because I don't want people to go out. <laughs> of course. I'm trying to encourage social distancing. No, so it is delightful absolutely. outside. Feel free to step out for a open air spot of exercise in your group of four or fewer people who are uh-huh. usually in your life but um yeah, yeah. or I look agree. out the window and enjoy or look out it, the window stick an arm out That's the window right. stick an arm That's out the window right. um <laughs> so sadia i'm really excited to talk to you today because we're going to be talking mm. about um acts of kindness yeah yeah, yeah. i just really i i was I, I came on the subject because you know, with everything that's going on, everyone, you know, everyone's watching the news every evening. And it is sad. There is a lot of sadness around us. But at the same time, when I was looking at the news and when I was flicking through papers, and things like that, you also see so many great initiatives that people are doing to make a difference to people's lives. And this is really across the board. I'm sure there's some fantastic work going on in Hong Kong with lots of the charities who are out there helping people. But across the board, you know, when you look globally, you look at some of the initiatives that people are doing. I've just picked up a few of the things um, which I really wanted to kind of mention today. And I'm sure quite a few people have heard a lot about these things. For instance, you know, in the UK, there's a butcher who's making kind of food parcels for two weeks for local residents who are on benefits and in isolation. And these are being delivered to the door. And there's no cost to these. He's just doing it because he knows his shop is closed. He can't do much more. Um, An interesting one that I also read about, I think it was in the old magazine, where they were talking about a journalist in um, New York who um, realized that there was a huge amount of pressure on dog shelters at this moment, you know, because people are giving up their pets and things like that. And you, and they actually, in New York, they have this kind of scheme where they're doing like foster a dog for a short period of time, which I suppose is, is lovely to be able to do it during this whole social distancing time where you actually have a pet in the house. Although there are certain issues, I think, that we put, probably look at there and think oh i'm not sure about that but i thought i did suggest that to a a member of my family who's on lockdown in new zealand Mm. i said why don't you go and foster a dog for a bit at the time at the time it looked like he was going to be on his own in quite a remote part of the country in a in a big empty house by himself for a month before you know things changed and i said you're going to go crazy why don't you go um why don't you foster a dog and and he said that he called and all the shelters there were empty because everyone had had the same idea so so that's a nice that's a nice idea too that apparently that has been a popular choice yeah to find a companion animal (laughs) yeah i suppose we probably uh we won't go into depth on that one but i suppose in a way we need to just think that you know it's nice to be able to foster a dog for a short amount of time but if that duration of time is just quite short, like you're doing it for five weeks, six weeks, whatever, then you've got to think about the detrimental effect that it might be on that dog where suddenly he's very happy, he's, he's settled, and then suddenly he's sent off again. That's true. So I won't go into that. I'm going to guarantee that anyone who fosters a dog in this time is never going to be able to say goodbye to that dog. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what, yeah, else, no what else have you heard yeah. about? Other things I've got is, I think everyone's heard about this, where residents, this is again in... in um, in the UK, where residents have added kind of green paper, there's a there's a piece of paper which is green on one side and red on the other. And so basically they put it on their window to say that, look, everything is fine, I'm okay, that's if it's green, right? And then they can turn it around to the red, which means that, listen, I need some shopping, I need some assistance or medication 
or transport. So, and, and companies like printing companies are printing these things and actually posting them for free to people, which is a nice initiative. And I think it's just kind of without disturbing anyone, you can just see if somebody needs help from the window, which is nice. Um, another one I've got is a copywriter who started this idea about postcards. And again, similar sort of thing in terms of she just posted all these cards into people's doors with her personal number. And there's just three, four sections on it to say, look, if you want a prescription, if you want to chat on the phone, if you're feeling lonely, then, you know, just fill this postcard out and just give me a call. Funny because my um, my kids in the UK actually did that too. They went to the local residents and they know there's quite a few older people on that street. And they just put a note in to say, look, if you need any talk, just give us a ring and we can do that for you. You don't need to step out the house. So it's particularly for, you know, older people who are fine, who are a little bit, scared to get out there too, you know, even if it is they can go out for an hour to do the shopping or whatever. Um, the other thing that I saw, which was lovely, which I think quite a few people may have seen in the news, was I think it was in Naples that they were in, you know, they all have little balconies there and they were lowering baskets of kind of bread and hot and cold food. And these baskets were kind of, it's a two-way thing, really. But they lowered those baskets down on rope. And people who were homeless and people who were not able to afford food and things like that could actually pull out what they wanted from the basket. But people, other people who had just come back from their shopping or whatever could actually put things into the basket to be picked up by somebody else, which is a lovely two-way thing. I mean, I can see... That would be a great initiative if we had something like that just outside, say, park and shop in, in Hong Kong, where, you know, there are places, designated places where there is a box of things that people can put some bits of shopping in just to help people who may be having difficulty at the time, which is a lovely initiative. Um, and I suppose, you know, people's dignity is very much high up there. The other one that I saw on the news was the thing in Turkey where they had like food parcels laid out in little clumps and they've had them sitting on the road and they just left them for people whoever wanted to pick them up they could just pick them up if they needed them so again it's like thinking about people's dignity and and not actually making them give their names or anything like that just to pick it up but there's been some other kind of just general initiatives there's um you know people who have owned hotels like there's a number of footballers and stuff who have invested in hotels at some point, and they've actually now opened those hotels out for for health workers and for people who want to isolate from their families and they work within the health system, which is which is you know another really nice thing. But people have done some lovely things. One thing I saw which was really nice was somebody who was renting an apartment who was getting worried about things about paying the rent. She got a text message from her landlord. And he basically said, look, you know, hi, Amy, um, I know what's going on with COVID and this and that. And I just want to let you know that don't worry about things. You are secure in the house and we can work things out later. But at the moment, I just want to make sure that you're safe and your family is safe, which is so nice, which is just saying, look, I'm not going to be chasing you for the rent. Just don't worry about it. Don't get anxiety, which is, you know, it's a lovely gesture to do. Um, so lots of interesting things but. Um, the last one, um, before I move on to my main thing that I want to speak about, was in in um, a Spanish doctor, and this is all anonymous, he started a letter-writing scheme for those who are in isolation and for people in the hospital. And he started to write this, and this obviously went viral. And then they ended up with sort of people writing over 30,000 letters 
that were being sent to patients who were in hospital, which is which is great, you know, which is so nice and comforting to get. Um, the other thing I wanted to speak about, really, uh, you know, we've looked at some of the initiatives, but one thing that I have recently experienced is um, I had a fr- I have a friend who I don't really know very well, but she was diagnosed with COVID um, about probably about four weeks ago. And she was in hospital. And I would consider this a kind of act of kindness, what she did, because what she did is when she was in hospital, every day she was writing an account of her experiences at the hospital and just what she was feeling at the time. And it was nice because, you know, when you read it, you read things. She was trying very hard to be positive. And she was actually, there was no critical thing about anyone who was in the hospital or any of the care. She was appreciating everything about that stay in hospital and the hard work of the staff, you know, even the food or whatever. And she was at the same time kind of juggling lots of emotions, like whether it's anger, sadness, frustration. But throughout that time, every day on Facebook, she wrote an account like it was day one, day two, day 16, whatever. And she told people about the things that she was experiencing and how she was starting to appreciate her life and little things from from the kettle that she had to have hot drink to seeing her children, just hugging her children and how she was making the most of things that were on social media, like, you know, exercise routines in the confinement of a hospital space. Um, and the one thing that struck me is one of the things she did, um, I, I remember reading one of her accounts, And she was saying, you know, I'm totally confined to my room and I have a desperate urge to go out and deal with all the issues that are going on in my home at the moment. But then she received a message from her friend and her friend asked her that, can you speak to another lady who has a 16 year old daughter who's just returned from the UK and was tested positive and is being taken to hospital while the rest of the family are being sent to the quarantine camp. And this is here in Hong Kong, you know. Mm. And so she said that, you know, she knew the anxiety and the overwhelming emotions that this mum might be feeling. And although she herself was struggling, she was able to call this woman and chat to her and tell her about some of the things that were going to happen next. And, you know, it, and the other woman just found it sort of a bit more calming just to hear from somebody who's sitting in a hospital bed. And she said that, you know, she made another new friend while she was sitting there. Now, I followed her movements constantly. And every night I would listen. I would just look to see what she'd written. And I'd try and send in a couple of messages to her. But she had to get two negative results before she could leave the hospital. And by the end of this stay, she was in there for 21 days. She then said, you know, I'm going to have another result tomorrow. And the next picture that appeared in Facebook was her at home with her family. So she spent a total of 21 days. But I would say that what she did for others by by putting her account onto Facebook and talking about her experiences was incredibly sort of brave and caring and compassionate. And it was a lovely thing to do. So it touched me immensely. And I just think that everyone is experiencing this. And the only way we can somehow deal with some of these issues is by understanding how to deal with them through other people's experiences. So 
very true. No, I think that's very true, and I think it, it touches on something very important at the moment, which is that people need to uh, that shared experiences. Telling somebody about your own experience is incredibly valuable, as you said. And actually, the, a lot of us feel very helpless at the moment. And um, for those of us lucky enough not to have the virus, um, and to, to those of us who are lucky enough not to to have family separation or anything like that it's important to remember what other people are going through and like you said those those small acts of kindness those ways of reaching across the great divide because we're very separate from one another at the mm. moment we're very divided from one another at the moment those little things make a huge difference um and i i hope that we we i know that in hong kong i i love hong kong hong kong's my home and i have a huge amount of faith in the people of hong kong to to be kind to one another and i'm I'm hoping that we're going to see some of those acts of kindness as well, um, that they don't just make their way through from other countries, that we're seeing a lot of them happening here too. Um, yeah, well, no, there is a lot happening There is a lot happening. There's lots of charities. Absolutely. There are things. people on the ground really doing some incredible things. Um, I know for the elderly populations, it's particularly bad. I mean, we had an isolation, a loneliness epidemic before this pandemic for a lot of elderly people. So mm-hmm. um, reaching out to those people in your community to see if they're okay is a wonderful thing to do. Um, I reminded myself the other day, and I've gone to sign up, that Hong Kong still needs huge amounts of blood donation. The blood donations yeah. have dropped here. That's something we can all be doing. Well, not all at once, obviously, but, um, yeah. but there's, there's, there are things that we can be doing if it's safe for you to do so to donate blood to to try and help others um i mean as much as we're we're staying safe and staying home and i i do think people should be minimizing their contact with one another absolutely mm. that's how we flatten the curve and we but come it's out so of this. easy to talk to somebody i think absolutely is to be able to just pick up the phone and just chat to somebody who may have been sitting there for some time not talking to anyone so, and even going out, when you do go out, you're, you're only that going out for short periods of time. We all just have to take that responsibility, that's all, and yeah. try our best, you know. Absolutely. And I think you're right that that comment to pick up a phone is a really big one. I've been very grateful over the last couple of weeks to reconnect with friends who we suddenly have time to have a chat together, yeah, because, which seems bizarre because we, we would have had time before too. But for some reason now with everyone just kind of at home and life's a little bit slower, um, that we all just kind of pick up a phone and reconnect and check in with people because you have no idea what's going on with other people. And we mm. all need support. We all need someone to talk to and to hear us for our experiences. So it's a good reminder, Sadia. I hope we've got lots of inspiration for acts of kindness uh, Thank you in Hong Kong. Much. And I hope that um, people do write into uh, write into Noreen here um, at the 123 show, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3, because I will not be here from tomorrow. So please share your stories with her, as I'm sure she would love to air some of those acts of kindness stories out as well. Sadia, stay safe. Take care. Thank you very much. And you thank too. you for sharing a bit of kindness. Thanks very You're much. Welcome. Sadia Usmani with our regular, the regular Sadia, Chinwag with Sadia on a Thursday afternoon talking about acts of kindness. And I'm feeling very inspired by that.